Aaron, what a weekend. 14,500 people, uh, four points, and uh, everybody's gone home happy. Yeah, it's a huge uh, homestand here. Four-point weekend at home is, is great for our fans, great for our group. Um, tonight was, again, not an easy game. Um, that team plays hard and heavy, physical. I think they tried to muddy the waters with us early in that hockey game, get, a, get us out of our, our rhythm. Um, but again, we, we found ways to create offense. Um, you know, they pushed back, and, you know, Valley again with the best player in the league comes up huge in, in the last five minutes. Sometimes when a team arrives late, it's actually the home team that suffers the most because they're waiting, they don't know the yeah. times, and, and the away team just get on with it. But what was it like uh, for our guys today? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we gave them two separate times, you know, that they thought they were going to go on, and then it got pushed back and pushed back again. So it is, it is an easy. They go through the routine, and then that kind of gets broken up there. But there's no excuses there. I liked our first period. Um, I thought, you know, we were the better team for 60 minutes tonight and, and, and found a way. When they did spruce it up a little bit, it got exciting, it got everybody going in here and it gave us some momentum, didn't it? Absolutely. The fans were awesome tonight. I, they, love, they love it when it gets mixed up a little bit. So from that side, from an entertainment side, from a, getting the fans into the game, there's, you know, that's always good fun too. You know the numbers far better than me, but how many is that straight here at the arena? It's becoming a little bit of a fortress, which I guess you want it to be. Yeah, we, you know, we, we got off to a little bit of a rough start at home, I think, early in the year. And is it 12, 13? Jonathan, what do you got there for me? <laughs> 13. 13, 13. That's a good number. So, yeah, it's good. Okay, and then, of course, next week we get to do it all over again with, with Cardiff. They've gone down in Nottingham tonight, um, but still, hell of a club to come in. Yeah, you know, they're one of those three teams right now that are, that are in the hunt here. And um, another huge, huge weekend for us next weekend. I'm sure we're going to talk about it afterwards, but Jonathan Phillips in, Tommaso out, and that whole situation, that today, Jono was good enough to play and, and played well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yesterday it was just Jonathan, you know, had a bit of a rougher week um, than, than he'd had recently, and, you know, with, with Wiss available to me and, and then Thomas, so we just wanted to give Jono that extra day. I talked to Jonathan last night, talked to him again this morning. He was feeling considerably better, and, again, he such an energy guy such a leader like our penalty kill I thought suffered on on last night and tonight he you know he's a catalyst out there for us yeah, it's just one quick word on Hodgman the last couple of seconds that big block that just puts the body on the line absolutely yeah. you know again he doesn't do a lot of penalty killing for us army took that that penalty draws in this this dot here which you know we needed a righty for Haji's been good for me when we've asked him to be he won a draw there and then again puts his body in the line win, win a hockey game Perfect. Thank you very much. There's your head coach, Aaron Fox. Jonathan Firmley is going to uh, join me now for the uh, pre-Super Bowl. I've taken two boxes in Barry Brust's Super Bowl draw. I have absolutely no idea what the Super Bowl is all about and whether I've got a chance or not of winning the £100. The uh, Jumbotron is playing. Matthew was celebrating a goal against Stoyanovic tonight and uh, I've got to tell you, if two games this weekend could have been any different, uh, those two are the games. We said on the, uh, on the commentary, well I said on the commentary just before the game started, if you watched last night's game and you, you enjoyed that one, it's not going to be like that tonight, it'll be very different because I think Manchester, the previous games they've played against the Steelers, the Steelers have scored 8, 5, 7 and 5 and I think they knew that the way they set up, they probably can't stop the Steelers scoring so they set out to try and outscore the Steelers and they had 41 shots on goal not many teams have 41 shots on the Steelers um, regardless of the game situation they just didn't turn their chances into goals and they, you know they had chances to score more than the two they did so that could have been a different game 
But that was never going to be the case tonight because we've seen Glasgow come here and we know what they do well. The 6-3 that Steelers had up in up in Brayhead a couple of weeks, or last weekend, that was a tight game into the third mm. period and it, it kind of got a little lopsided right at the end. It's going to be tight again on Wednesday and it'll be tight again when we play them again. So they're a horrible team to play against because they play it so well. They're really well coached in terms of everyone knows what their role is and they do it well. And they're very difficult to put away. And once it got back to 2 all, you're just thinking, it's going to be overtime again, isn't it? But Valorant's got the bit of magic that not many teams in this league have. We're watching the highlights up on the uh, video tron at the moment. I think Dave Burnham's running them uh, through his laptop and they're appearing here on the uh, screen. When Matthew Waugh had that chance out in front of all the players, a turnover, it falls to the king. And you think, you've got to be kidding me. Not Matthew, anybody but Matthew. And... Uh, not to be. He does seem to have great luck in front of goal against Sheffield. I'm not sure he's scored against the Steelers in the games he's played. Not this year, has he? No, and I'm not sure if he's done that before either. So, um, But they, they just weren't going to go away against, uh, against the Steelers. And it's not going to be a pretty game, but <laughs> it's the sort of game that you've just got to survive. You know, across 54 games of a league season, there are going to be entertaining back-and-forth classics and there are going to be some tight ones you've got to survive. And I saw a tweet earlier, champions find a way. Felt like we found a way today. 3-2, overtime. 3-2, overtime. 3-2, regulation. Those are the scores between the Steelers and the Glasgow can here at home uh, this year. And like you say, when it went to 2-2, overtime did look like it was beckoning. Yeah, apologies for Braylon Schmier. I called him uh, Ryan Schmier. I was thinking of the old Panthers player for a moment. (laughs) What a a terrible thing to call somebody. I was going to say... Dropping back to 2008 with that reference, but... Uh... Justin! I'll just call Justin, he's just come out of the sponsors. We're going to blow, we're just, we're going to praise you massively here, so come here. And it's the block more than the goal. Uh, the, the, goal, goal the goal was great, but yeah. i got to tell you, that block at the end with two seconds left, what's going through your head? You know what, I actually, to be honest with you, I think I made a mistake uh, being in the corner. Jono was already there, um, and we probably shouldn't have had two forwards in the corner, especially on the penalty kill. Uh, I thought maybe we could hem him in the corner. Um, so I just skated as hard as I could to get back. I'm not sure how much of it I got. Um, he might have missed on it too, but uh, just kind of desperation, you know? Yeah, what a weekend. Yeah, it was great. Four points again. You know, we got some help from Nottingham um, uh, taking care of Cardiff there. And we're, you know, obviously watching Fife and Belfast right now. Yeah. The goal, talk us through that. Um, yeah, you know, I think I kind of made the wrong decision on the three-on-two. Probably should have shot, but that's pretty much my career summed up in... Uh, yeah, sentence probably should have shot, um, but uh, we stayed on the puck. Uh, you know, it came to me on the side of the net, um, and with this goalie, uh, he fights a lot, and you got to finish it. So I just put it up top shelf, and um, that's it. Goal last night as well. It was. Uh, it feels like you say you say you need to shoot a little bit more sometimes, but it feels like the goals are starting to flow a little bit more now than they were at the start of the year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're starting to come. You know, it was uh, no secret I was struggling there for a while. It was like eighty something days without a goal. Um, but I've been um, trying to get to the dirty, dirty areas a little bit more, and um, uh, yeah, I'm happy with um, obviously a little bit more production for sure. What game's more stressful? Because the run and gun nature of the Manchester one, it was wide open, anything could happen yeah. at any time. Tonight, nervous, tight, and no one knows what's going to happen next. What do you enjoy more? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I enjoy any either of them. Those, there was, <laughs> it was a stressful weekend, but they're, they, you know, they're two good teams. Manchester gave us a good test yesterday, it, it was back and forth. Um, you know, and they and they played well. And Glasgow was at the third game in a row at home that's finished at three two. So you always know it's going to be a good game. And um, so yeah, they're both stressful. I don't know if I could pick the hot one. <laughs>
Have you been coaching your boy? Have you been cutting video? Because when we were in Denmark, Jonathan, you missed it, but I'm sat working in reception. I can hear this guy's voice behind around the corner and uh, Justin speaking to his lad back at home and he was a big game and then he was cutting video for him, just like breaking everything down. And uh, is he doing okay? Yeah, he's doing well. They're, they're in playoffs today. They had a tie yesterday. They had a tough loss today. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm always uh, cutting video, watching the games, usually Monday or Tuesday. And um, he loves it. He appreciates it. Maybe not all the time, you know. <laughs> I bet you don't appreciate it all the time. You know how he feels. Yeah, now, yeah. Don't you? yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Let me just show you this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. And it's obviously part of my future, coaching yeah. and watching a lot of video. So it's actually good practice. Hey, good job. Yeah, Top yeah. job tonight. Okay, well done. You, Thank you. Justin Hodgman, who gets a goal and an incredible block just at the end there that, uh, that helped. But that just showed what the Steelers were about tonight. They... They, they weathered everything that Glasgow threw at them. And Glasgow did throw a lot at them, but they came out. And as you've just said, champions do find a way to win. Starting to get that feeling. Steelers have taken 39 of the last 42 available points. It's a, it's That's a really, pretty cool, isn't it? That's pretty good. It's a really strong run, but that run doesn't include... Well, there's just one... 1-0 to 5 against Belfast. 1-0 to 5 against Belfast? <laughs> they couldn't, could they? They could, because Chris Lawrence, anything's possible now. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Scored by Kyla Thacker, assisting Carlson Stadnick. And a goal five. And a great win last night as well, didn't they, Fine. Yes, it's all Chris Lawrence. You see, he <laughs> comes Chris in, Lawrence he gets the game penalty, and they win. They've, they've got a winning formula. Who knew it was uh, picking up game penalties? You got anything for us, Mike, to add on the podcast? You got nothing to add? Your brother used to add a lot more. That was Mike Moyer, our strength and conditioning coach. All the times we've talked about the Matthews missed chances, The music's playing. Fortunately, it's an audio podcast. You miss all the naked bodies as we walk into the uh, training room. We have uh, Davy Phillips on the bench, Phoebe on the bench. It's when the physio's on the bench, you've got to worry, isn't it? This wonder over and Carter joins us in front of an audience as well. Carter, great job and uh, a super weekend. Yeah, four points, can't complain. That was the goal going into it. Yeah, when Matthew Warr had that chance with a couple of minutes left, right out in front, thoughts? Your heart rate? Yeah, a little bit. I think my heart rate was pretty high that whole third period especially, but, you know, Big Rock made some huge saves in the third. That was a pretty hard-fought game. That that team played really hard tonight. Felt hard from the bench, these guys. I, I mean, I think they're pretty knackered, but, you know, well-deserved, stuck to it, you know. Four points. Davey just said knackered to me, and that's why it's stuck in my head. <laughs> Don't expect you to be giving all your secrets away, but yeah. did the Steelers approach this game against Glasgow different to the other games that also ended 3-2? Uh, no. You know, like, that team is just... Our, our biggest thing was just, like, not changing our game. Uh, I think there's a couple times where we got... They tried to muddy the waters a little bit, take us into the box, but we just need to stick to our game with that team. We get a little bit... Uh, there's some, there's some uh, you know, calls that... Guys get frustrated, the, you know, we're, we're in their zone the whole time. We, goals aren't going in, and it's starting, you know, guys get frustrated. And, again, I feel like I've said this a few times, it was just for us, it was just a matter of not changing our game. Just because they're not going in, they're going to go in. But, again, that's a hard-fought battle, both sides tonight. Were you expecting the gloves to get dropped at some point? Because it felt like if that game was five or ten years ago, after the second scuffle behind the net, two of the heavyweights would have sorted it out. And that would have probably put an end to it, but it just seemed to carry on lingering. Yeah, you know what? Like, I think I thought maybe at some point. Um, I know Saxy dropped him a soul last game at the mm. end of right, right before the buzzer. Um, but I don't know. You, you know what? There's, there's 
in a game like that, at the same time, we need all we need all our guys on the ice. You know, I, I we don't have no issue with guys going to the box or fighting. Obviously, when when if the game calls for it, but at the same time, you know, there's there's not one guy in that on that lineup that I'm okay without. I think Foxy and I are happy to lose for five minutes. If it happens, it happens. But you know, we we, we needed everyone tonight, and it was a it was a full team effort. All all 19 guys. Who's going to win the game of this? What do they call it? It's American rugby kind of thing tonight. <laughs> Who's going to win that? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm a Canadian guy, so let's call me a... I'm going to say on the record, I'm a CFL fan for everyone out there. But if I had to choose someone, I guess I'm rooting for the Bengals tonight. The Bengals? Yeah. It means nothing to me. <laughs> Jonathan understands. Awesome. Dave, you got anything for us, kid? That was a tough fought weekend, wasn't it? That was a hard game tonight. Yeah, really hard game. They, you know, they came up. It's good. Defended really well. But we've had a lot of games like that, to be honest, just... In general, and then especially against them, but uh, once again, kind of found a way to get it done, and it's good. To, it's good to see, you know. It's a bit cliche, but that's what good teams do. They grind out wins, and we've we've done that a lot this season. We are an older team that has that experience. Is that showing then? Yeah, it's that experience and conditioning and belief in ourselves individually as a team and sort of our systems as a team from the coach as well that you know we just keep mucking and grinding and as the game goes on we know we kind of that sort of plays into our advantage a little bit yeah you want to kind of be more goals up in the first and second periods but it's why it's you know you've got full 60 minutes to get it done and we been getting it done so that's we can take confidence from that that's Justin Hodgman, Hodgman this a few moments ago. We'll ask the same thing to you. Very different games tonight. One wide open, back and forth, run and gun against Manchester. Tight, niggly, tense tonight. Which do you prefer as a defenceman? That's a good question. Um, not the niggly ones, because they can get irritating, but... Uh, Did I, you I, get irritated tonight? Oh, yeah, I lost my head a few times. I don't like, doing, I don't like shouting at the refs, because, you know what, they've got another job, but... Um, yeah, I got a bit frustrated with them a few times tonight because I don't know. I felt like they was getting a, a, a let off with a lot of things, and that was letting them slide. But what kind of coach is Aaron like that? Because when we speak to him, he's very mellow, calm. And does it, does he have his moments? Yeah, he has his moments, but like he's he is calm. But when he needs to blow his lid, he'll blow his lid, which is good because. You know, sometimes you need a yeah. kick in the backside as a team, and you know when he does do it, it's justified. So, but no, it's good because you know if we're playing well, all he mainly asks is as long as we're skating hard, battling hard, and you're giving hundred percent, then you know people are going to make mistakes and things. But that's when he'll lose his head if he thinks we're we're not giving it. Okay, David, good luck Thank to you. the week. Have a good week, Phoebe. Have a good week. Let's. Don't forget to bring cash next week, Phoebe. She well, never brings cash. She never. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that could have sounded. That could have sounded wrong on many levels, couldn't it? Should mention that Belfast have now levelled it up for those who are wanting to follow along. It's now one one. one. It's hard to go into the room right now because they're. Um, it's so loud. It's so loud. It's so loud. Who's around? Who's around? Who's around? Oh. Really want to get Valley. Want to get Valley if I can, but. Uh, He's, uh, he's nowhere to be seen right now. I think poor old Keaton Ellaby's going to get it because he's the one who's heading this way and he has no idea we're primed. No, he hasn't come round. 
No, we tried to speak to Mike. Should we go back and see what Bob and uh, and Pete and Dean have... Pete uh, Spencer's have... not here tonight. He's not, is he? He's not, no. BBC Radio Sheffield. So we're back into the corridor. The corridor is empty at the moment. All the sticks. Have you seen the size of some of these sticks? Hodgman's stick is just like... Why is Hodgman's stick bigger than like Ellaby's and everybody else's? It's considerable, isn't it? It's a couple of three inches bigger than any other stick. Six or seven above most of them. Yeah, he's, a, he's a tall man, but he's not humongous, is he? The, the, the sort of the defensemen tend to want to play with a you know a longer stick and you know more poke checking and and that sort of stuff. But it's just personal preference, isn't it? You know what you what you're used to, and I suppose what you've uh, what you what suits your game best. Bob Westerdale has disappeared. Has we, have we missed Bob? Hayley's just about to go. So Kieran's in the media room. Dean's in the media room. Hayley, you're going. Hey, got anything to add to the podcast, Hayley? You get any good ones today? It was a good game. It was a good game. Your smiley man came and had photographs on the bench. You know, the guy oh, with the big the ears? Guy. Yeah, satellite. Oh, yeah, satellite as we now call him. I <laughs> don't think he's happy about that. On the bench tonight, Dean, anything interesting happen? No bench tonight, David. No, you let Hayley do the bench. No. Barry was on the bench today. When Barry's on the bench, there's no photographer on the bench. Is that because Barry doesn't want the photographer, which is no room? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. <laughs> Probably more Barry, not wanting a photographer than the size of Barry, yeah. Dean got told off by Barry in uh, Denmark. He had, the, he had the look, didn't he? You had the... Yes, not here. Yes, I, I, sent, uh, I sent Dean in. I said, Dean, go and get some photographs in the dressing room. And a couple of minutes later, he came scurrying out with his towel between his legs and uh, Bazaar had spoken. He asked me to leave very politely. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, what's been said on social uh, media? What are they saying? Generally very happy, especially when they saw that uh, Nottingham had beat. Not, not that you was happy to see Nottingham win, but well, in this, I'm, I'm, on this we'll occasion... Talk, we'll talk about that in a moment. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll take them two points there. So, no, over, overall, very happy. Uh, lots of plaudits for different, different people. But Valley, again, I just think... Yeah, it's just different gravy at the minute, really. Oh, uh, very, very doesn't it? Yeah. Keep an eye on the uh, Belfast score for us. Uh, five for one, up at the minute. No, no, it's one, 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 one. Yeah, and glad five, you're on. Uh, glad you're on top of things, Kieran. Five yeah. have got a five-on-three power play to start the third period when, <laughs> when that begins. Okay, here's my here's my issue. Dean, come and join us on this. <sighs> of course, we want Cardiff to lose hockey games, don't we? We know we want Cardiff Absolutely, to lose. Yeah. We want Cardiff to lose. <clears throat> but I've got to be honest. If we're to win anything, I don't want their help at all, Nottingham's. And I was in two minds. I'd have been equally as happy if Cardiff had won tonight because I don't think Cardiff are going to win the league. Whatever happens, I don't think they're going to win it, win, lose a draw tonight. But everybody's so happy that Nottingham have won a game of hockey. I've never been happy that Nottingham have won a game of hockey in my life. When the goal was, when the, sorry, when the result was announced, you read it out on, uh, to the crowd. It wasn't a cheer from the crowd. It was a ooh. Yeah, it was, because yeah. we're not going to cheer Nottingham winning. That's not what's done around these parts. But there was a recognition that the form that Nottingham have been in and the form that Cardiff have been in, I don't think people were expecting a comfortable Ma- Panthers Ma- win. Matheson uh, last night on the Cardiff Devils did the interview and he was pretty damny. You know, embarrassing. He used the words... Uh, I've used that word about that club a lot of times, but he used it about that performance. And uh, maybe he was just looking for a reaction. He, he, he certainly got one. I'm looking for the coach. Where's the coach? Well, he is the coach. Still? Yes, he's the coach. Whistle. Uh... Whistle's the bench coach. Whistle's there assisting with the coaching. There's not a chance somebody like Mad Dog is. No, Mad Dog's a control freak, so Mad Dog's not going uh, to relinquish the rein that easily. And uh, I don't see. Uh... No, no, I think it's a coaching duo uh, there. 
Cardiff or Nottingham, who did you want to win tonight coming in? See, this is where I think your yours and my mindset is very different. <laughs> on lots of things. <laughs> yeah, well, on a lot of different things. But on this one, your 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 Nottingham hatred is that ingrained in you that you can't see past Nottingham winning a hockey game, whereas I see it as Cardiff have dropped two points tonight. I don't see it any other way, and that's what I want to happen. I want Cardiff, Belfast. I want every other team to be dropping points because... We all do. We all want that. Absolutely. Have a listen to this state, that stat that the maths teacher's just come out with. How many points in 42? Uh, 39 of the last 42. 39 of the last 42 points. That's, that's some That's some going, isn't um, it? Unbelievable. I'm with Dean. Uh, Nottingham are an irre- irrelevance to us this season, so I, I, I'm happy if Nottingham take every point they can off a... Cardiff and oh, Nottingham are an irrelevance to us every oh, season, but 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 I it's just think Nottingham are further behind Sheffield now than they've ever finished an elite league season. More than twenty points behind. This is why we have JJ on the podcast. They've, they've always finished closer oh, than, you, than twenty yeah. points, but at the is moment right? they've always finished within twenty if, points. If I'm rem- I had a quick look through the the numbers last night, and I I think, but I will I will double check. Someone will certainly correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But looking how far have Nottingham ever finished behind the Steelers, and I think the most they've ever been behind the Steelers in a league season is 16 points. Wow. That was the first... Well, now 80, is it? <laughs> Did you get the Justin Hodgman block? Did you no. get a photo? No. What a block. Did you see that block, Still Hodgman, block. at the end? Put everything on the line there. We've just, interviewed, was... hey, we've just interviewed Hodgie, and we said, talk us about the block. And he goes, well, I made a bit of a mistake. And then he goes on to about it. And we go, well, talk to us about the goal. He goes, well, I made a bit of a mistake. And then, you know, <laughs> But uh, he's a good guy. He's playing well at the moment, isn't he, Justin Hodgman? He's playing really well. And, uh, you know, the, the forward lines have been tinkered with. Not dramatic alterations, but they've just sort of been tinkered with. And... There's a couple that sort of aren't quite firing at the moment. Lattle's struggling for goals. He's got two in his last 15. Dowd's now seven without scoring. And Is Big John, did your mate Dowd tell me that Big John hadn't scored since Christmas? His last goal was the overtime winner against Glasgow on December 22nd. Um, he picked up an assist. Whatever last, happened last to that night. team that scored in bunches, Aaron? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, Where's it gone? Oh, it's everybody else yeah. that's scoring in bunches. Yeah. Ten-game point streak for Valorant. Everly's uh, hit a hot run of form. Hodgman's starting to score. Um, so other players are stepping up. It's it's not a one-line team. It's not a two-line team. And if there are a couple of players off form, well, there's 18 others ready to step up. Yeah. Next weekend, talk us through that. What your thoughts are? I hate games in Manchester. Hate, hate, hate games in Manchester because weird things happen in a small rink and you can be all set up, everything's great and then a weird bounce of the puck and suddenly it's at the other end and you don't know what's happened. So any game that you can get through in Manchester and survive I think is, uh, you know, is a bonus. But that Cardiff game, those, well, those next two Cardiff games, if you can only win one of them, which one are you picking? Home. Winning the league. You want the, you want the league game rather than oh, the, the cup? Line. The cup's lovely. The cup's lovely. The cup's great. The cup is a... Uh, what is the cup? The cup is a... No, hold on a second. I'm going to try and have a metaphor here. The cup is the dessert. It is... It's your trifle. It's your chocolate gatto. The league is your steak dinner. And, is this, a, is, and this is a yeah. club that is all about the steak dinner. It's all about winning championships. We just want to... Win league championships. That's our thing. So if I had to win a game, those two points in the league, in my opinion, if you yeah, if you gave me that, yeah, you keep it. Your, your cup's lovely, and we we basked on the cup for a couple of you know for eighteen months, didn't we? After yeah, the, what cha- the challenge cup is the third best trophy. It's still brilliant to win, but it's the third best. Second trophy. hardest to win. It is, yeah, because yeah. of because of what it takes. But um, you know, if if you think that Cardiff are out of the title race, then dropping two points there is. 
no more harmful but I don't than think Bel- But I don't think Belfast are ahead of it and those two oh, points no, no. are needed. No, no, um, absolutely not. But if you lose to Cardiff and they're already out of it, you can make that up by beating Belfast later. And we've still got five Belfast games to go. So can you believe we've got five Manchester and five Belfast? God, we're going to see a lot of that Manchester team. You know what that means, don't you? You know, when you see a lot of teams in a short period of time, it's going to get frisky, isn't it? Yeah, well, we're on a, a purple run of fixtures at the moment because having just played Glasgow, Manchester and Glasgow, we've now got Glasgow and Manchester again. Mm. Um, so the, <laughs> my colour-coordinated fixture list is just all purple all the way down. And, you know, we don't see the teal of Belfast for, uh, for a few more weeks yet. And you just wonder what the league's table is going to look like then because if the Steelers can go into that double-header weekend in Belfast a few points ahead then if that weekend is a disaster, the Steelers can still come out of it with the lead, knowing that, well, we've got a home doubleheader still to come the following month. So I think for the Steelers, it's all about building that lead so that should the worst happen in Belfast, it's not catastrophic. You'd hate to go into a position where you play Belfast twice, lose them both, and suddenly you're looking up at them. 1-1 yeah. so the, still in, in the period break. So that's the sec- end of the second period. Correct. That's in Kikadi, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Inca Cardi, 5-1, Do we Belfast know anything about Beskar left the game last night and said he rolled his foot and they brought Andrew Dixon over to back up. But, you know, Jackson Whistle's good, but Tyler beskar has been playing better. a heck of a level yeah. this season. You know, the numbers that Stojanovic, Carruth and beskar have been putting up, are, we've not seen numbers like that in the Elite League for a long time. You know, you're going back to, uh, you know, Jody Lehman numbers. Yeah. About 15 feet away, Aaron Fox and Carter, Best and Will, um, sit. They're going to be looking ahead to that weekend in Manchester, home Cardiff. Who starts which game? Now, last time we went to Manchester, Rock started, got pulled into the first period. Barry uh, saw us out of that one. Does uh, Aaron go with him and then go with Stojanovic against Cardiff? Or, or vice versa? Because as sure as eggs are eggs, there's not a chance one goal is playing both of those games, is there? I think Stojanovic could play both. I don't think Brus could play both, but I think Stojanovic could play both. But I don't think that's the case. I think it's more likely that it'll be Stojanovic on Wednesday, Brust on Saturday, and Stojanovic again on Sunday against the Devils. OK. Anything else anybody wants to add to any of this? Other than where's Pete Spencer? He's, he's, he's on the other end of Zoom, not feeling very well, so wanted to keep away, fair enough. So uh, he's had his interviews with Jones and Fox. Oh, did you any of you down here for the little bit of altercation before the start of the game? Yeah, well, no, it sounded tasty though from the things I've overheard. So yes. give us give us all Glasgow, the details. Well, I wasn't here. I wish. I mean, no. I, I love a little bit of uh, of, of that. But um, obviously, Glasgow. In all fairness to Glasgow, they didn't even stop since they left Glasgow. They got help that one road was closed, then they got held up in a load of traffic in Manchester, and they arrived late. They were offered something that basically was about an hour for them to get ready, get on the ice and play. Um, they didn't like that, so then we called the 50-minute rule, which is an actual rule. Yeah. Um, and the 50-minute rule, and they liked that even less. And uh, it got a little bit of feisty. I think I, I think Sean was batting for us. I think Sean and Tony was our... They did the gaffer game, game down. Gaffer down. Gaffer you see, in all fairness, the gaffer would love that. He likes a little bit I of think, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when we offered an hour, I think Cameron wanted warm-ups not to start until quarter past four, meaning... 20 to 5 start, not a chance, um, and nothing could be agreed. We tried everything with the refs and therefore just had to call 50-minute rule in the end because nothing else was working. And I think I saw a war, I think, warmed up for 
two minutes, if that. Mind you, Matthew yeah, they, they came on the ice there. for nine minutes. Yeah. They came off the ice for nine minutes and some players left before the end of that nine. I mentioned to Aaron in the interview that actually sometimes, like I've been around teams where that's, where that's happened to you and then I've also been where you know, teams have come in here late. It's worse for the team waiting. Yeah. It's not the team that gets off the bus. Because they just get on with it and it's quick. But the team that's waiting, you get into your... And you know how superstitious some of these boys are. And they get ready, they get ready, they get ready. I can remember going into Newcastle. We were on the ice in 35, 40 minutes. Beat them. And um, Mike Perron, though, those days. And, but then there's been times here that Cardiff have rolled in two hours late. And I remember they've rolled, doing it yeah, on Friday. And rolled, rolled all over us. Yeah. i tell you what, final word I think tonight what should... Do we think, hold on, what do we think of the Glasgow coach? I've got to be honest... I quite ask, like ask him. Neil, I quite... Ask Neil that on the next. Oh, is that right? He oh, did, did he give Neil? Wow! Well, if anybody just blinks, I, I got to be honest. There's something old about school. him. Old school. I, I quite I think, like him. I think he's doing a a good job. I don't think the results that they've had reflect how well they've played and how difficult they are to beat. First thing I said to Carter after the game was, "I don't want to see any part of them in the playoffs." What a horrible two-legged game that would be yeah. against a, a team that can defend like that, and you know what Matthew Wah can do. Uh, you know, in a tight game. So tell I feel me, that we've tell survived us story. What, what, what did Neil ask him? Neil just manages to have a running with him every single game. I think the first time we saw him, there was uh, an issue with needing a clock in the room. And you know you know how straight down the line Neil can be. And it's a, it's a straight no. And in the Navy. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And obviously Cameron's also straight down the line. So a little bit of a mini altercation. And today was in the middle of the, uh, the stuff that we've just literally been talking about. I think our Neil loves that kind of stuff, really. Yeah. He loves it. Big question. It's only half past seven. Why have you got your bags packed and going? Because, David, in your inbox, you have got every photograph you could need until at least 10 o'clock. Oh, honestly, what have you... What, you've, what? you've got everything that you want. Have I got the bench up? What, you have. What have I got the 50 50? call from Mr Sims last night? Yeah. Ten past twelve. I was working until two I o'clock. Two o'clock. It's I was almost with. like somebody was staying in a hotel by yourself yeah. with no friends. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I'd have them pictures within an hour. David, don't, don't call hours. me out on this on the podcast, David. I said within an hour you would start receiving the images. Did yeah. you or did you not? He had a few toilet- it's not my fault if a- it was two hours after the first lot, is it? He had a few toilet issues. I was texting him last night. He goes, I'm on the toilet. I says, take your laptop. <laughs> I think final word tonight should go to the crowds this weekend. Two hey, almost 15,000 people. Unreal. I don't care if it's eight quid a ticket. That's a lot of people to put Absolutely. in a building after they've paid 20 quid the night before. After the last two years. Oh, I've got to, don't go anywhere. I've got another subject matter to work to bring up. Uh, yeah, but I agree. What, what, what great crowd numbers. It just... Seriously impressive. I mean, you, you sort of down here before the game, don't really properly look up, and then I sort of go into, up into the stands and couldn't believe how many people were, were there. Just, yeah, massive, well done. About three games ago, somebody comes up to me, and, and when I flog tickets, especially on the players, no, on the penalty box side, so I'm doing that first period break, a few people just started saying to me, hey, David, bit of a football mentality in here tonight. It's getting a bit boisterous, getting a bit wah-wah-wah. And also people, then the old chestnut of them all standing up. Three games, four games ago. Then three games, then two games. And last night, nearly every time I walked down the steps, there was somebody having a go. It was bad. So we've started putting a couple of these announcements out. Fortunately, tonight, didn't have anybody say a word. So hopefully they've... They've, they've listened. Um, or maybe it's a different crowd on a five-quid game than it is on a sat- Saturday night. But around the building, you're all around the building. You notice anything? Or, because it, it's important to this, to this brand that we have here that it, it remains this boisterous, yes. Yeah. Give abuse, yes. 
But you can't. You're not on Hillsborough's terraces. I'm not at St Andrews anymore. You know, you can't. You can't the, be doing the, that. The, sorry, sorry, no, 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 but no, no, the no. the reason I'm a hockey fan as much as I love the sport is because of the the family atmosphere and the right level of atmosphere. Like you say, everybody's gets into it a bit too much, and you you jump and say it's probably a thing that you shouldn't probably say over years. But last night, especially, I didn't I didn't enjoy the atmosphere last night, both from sort of the words that were being said around the. Rink and also just, I mean, Steeler Dan had trouble. We even we had, had, to, to, we had to bring Steeler Dan into the White House yeah, to get him away it. from some kids that would poke their fingers through in his eyes, which I did find funny, but it's wrong. It's wrong, kids, if you're listening. And uh, we just had to drag him into the White House and send him down the uh, the other side. Do you, do you see much? Uh, no, the, I mean, the only thing that we sometimes notice is if uh, the fans right in front of the cameras up at the back of 205 or 204, um, you know, if they stand up during play and celebrate, you know, it cuts in front of the in front of the picture. But we've tried to block a few seats off, so that's not so much of a problem. But I think a couple of times, you know, if a fan does stand up and wave their arms, it might just come into shot. But uh, it doesn't really affect what Steelers TV do. But it is an interesting one, right? So we're all blaming all these newbies, OK? We're blaming the newbies who've never been before and they've perhaps had a pop and they've, they've done something. But listen, listen to this. What's your thoughts? So, yeah, so... I saw something that I didn't like tonight and it was the opposite side of what we're just talking about. Now, I wa- I am a fan, obviously, but I was a, a fan before I started doing the photography. So I know as much as the next person how irritating it is when people are going up and down during play and things like that. And I'm all for, can you wait, can you stop, getting the stewards to do it, mention it to, you, mention it to them yourself, all that kind of stuff. But tonight, I saw a newbie take two or three steps down during play no sooner had the steward, in fairness, who had spotted it come to stop them as one of what I'm assuming is a regular fan was extremely abusive. I mean, using very nasty words about getting in the way uh, during play. There's no need for that as far as I'm concerned. Frustration, absolutely. Tell them, stop them, excuse me. I don't know if you know the rules, all that kind of stuff. When, when... The kind of language I witnessed for that, though, mm. was just completely uncalled for. And that's... That, for me, is the opposite argument here now. We want yeah. these newbies to come back. We, we absolutely want the yeah. arena full. Let's not put them off by being arseholes. Let's talk to them properly and let's, let's, let's educate them on how we do things on a Steelers match now. Yeah. See, when I'm, I'm, I always miss the start of the second period because I'm still selling, so I've still got a couple of blocks left. And when I stand at the top and I shout down, you know, tickets next break in play, if anybody goes to walk past me, I'll just put my arm out in front and say, excuse me, mate. Just all, and, I, I've I never exactly had, the same. and I've never had one single bloke go, I oh, screw you, fella, yeah. and, and walk down. They all, they all go, oh, sorry, mate, yeah, okay. And I had exactly uh, that tonight myself. Mm. A, a, a bloke with a couple of young kids literally started st- uh, stepping down. I was right at the top of the steps. Just popped my hand out and said, I don't know if you know, I just need to wait for a breaking play. And as, as polite that's as anything, all, he turned around and he said, said, what do you mean a breaking play? So I explained the whistle, wait for the music to come on. No problem, thanks for letting me know. Absolutely yeah. fine. And no maybe maybe it's whatsoever. an education thing we got to do for the new fans, but also some of the old fans have got to remember they were new little, fans. Little they were new fans once as well, little weren't they? Patience, yeah, I mean, football, you just you know when the natural stoppages are if that's the sport you've come from. If you're a regular cricket watcher, well, there's breaks all the time. Hockey's got a slightly different flow to those sports, and once you get used to it and once you've seen and been around the other Steelers fans, you'll, you'll follow what they do. So, it, again, it's just, as you say, saying things in the right way. Okay, from Kieran, from Jonathan, from Dean, who's leaving the building early, and from myself, David, who of course will be here for hours yet. Has Kieran done the match report yet? Has uh, he even started? Wrote the title. Oh, honestly, what's he doing? What's it all about? Our apologies if you're listening to the whole podcast before you see Kieran's uh, match report. It's not just what about, being, it's not just about being busy, it's about being smart with your tongue, Kieran. 
Me and David are done now. Everything's done. Exactly. Work smart enough. More gifts, dude. I know more gifts. I've got a bottle of wine here. This was the lady. Did you see the you know the article about the lady from uh oh god, what's the charity called? Um Refuge. Yes. yes, that that she was very kind and she bought a nice bottle of Ooh. I haven't got my glasses on, what is it? <laughs> red. <laughs> red, it's red wine, it's red wine, yeah, yeah. It's a bottle Couldn't of see. French writing on it. Yeah, it'd be good though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, I don't know if we have French things in Lafrenia, is there? <laughs> but, uh, hey, folks, we'll see you against the Cardiff Devils. What a podcast that will be. God, I hope we've won after that. Have a great week.